<laughs> Yo, man, enough is enough, man. Another week, another show is back. Once again, we are back <laughs> with a new episode, man, of Black Broadway Podcast, yo, episode man. Episode 50. Episode 50. Like, yo, Dre, man, sitting here talking about, man, I've been here like, yo, can we just stop counting? Like, you like, nah, man, what are you talking about, man? It's pressure. I'm like, all right, man, so here we go. So, it's episode 50. We pushing, yo. What you say? When we going to stop? Like, never? Until next year, nigga. Next year, nigga. All right, man, yo. Countdown. Countdown forever. Keep on top of this. You right, yo. And it's another weekend. Like, yo, we ain't, we oath keepers out here, man. We ain't breaking no promises, man. Yo, hit that. Yeah, man, it's um, it's episode fifty of Black Broadway. Another week into two thousand and sixteen. Yes, another week of craziness, Crazy. and I gotta keep it real, man. Like last week was so dope. Last week was so cathartic, yo. I got those numbers was nuts, man. Like crazy. Just the like fact in the first, I shit just went up quickly. Yeah. Thank you to Danielle and mm-hmm. the whole DC state, the whole barber community that checked in, and that you know, what I'm saying yeah. that listen, everybody that's just been following the movement. Cause Danielle gave me a piece, yo. She told me, man, like, even though they might not be like liking all your pictures or yeah. you know, sad city tweets and all, all that, they shit. see you. They watch them. They watch it. They, they all. They always watch it, yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I be listening to Cali. He tell us a lot about they and what they don't want us they to have, man. I. But listen, yo. Look, they. It don't have to be that way. Y'all tighten up out there. <laughs> rock with Black Broadway. All day. Because I feel like they want to rock with Black Broadway. They want to see Black Broadway come through and, and shut this whole city down and then lift it back up and put it out here where it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, pull it up. It's going to be fun, man. It's, it's a good time, man. It's December. I mean, not even December. Pardon me. It's, it's January. It's the top of the year. I don't know why. I know you're looking at me crazy like a... Yo, sometimes you be <laughs> stuck in, in the last year some, at a moment. You still in 2015? I was stuck for a moment. Nah. Man. I'm back out. We, yeah, we out. I'm, we I'm, out. I'm back. 2016, but nah, like I said, it's the top of the year. It's a brand new year. It's just a brand new opportunity to like, you know what I'm saying, like really do something and, and keep your thing going consistently, yo. And I, I thank you, Dre, for... Staying on me. We got to stay consistent. Stay stay on top of this thing. Consistency is the key. 
Consistency is a major key, yo. Right. You can't tell, yo, I've like fallen in love with Snapchat. It's Snapchat got my life in a headlock, yo. Follow hey, me. You, yeah. you yeah, street yeah, fresh. U S T F R E S H. Follow me on Snapchat. It, it's a fool. Like, it's <laughs> definitely my most open, my most free social, social network. Media. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, cause so you get a chance to be you. Like, I, you know? And I'm doing my thing. Like, exactly. just throughout my day, I, you know what I'm saying? All right, my phone's in my hand. Fuck it. Right, here we go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also, like, it's gone after 24 hours. Like, so I don't like even... It vanishes. It's done. I mean, it vanishes from my site. I know it's on a server farm somewhere in somewhere. Iowa. Yeah, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they ever need to dig up, you know, whoop de woo That's why I try to steer clear of criminal activities. Wasn't that Snapchat, man? Yeah. With, with a cell phone in your pocket, period. Right, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole nother show. A whole nother show. A whole nother We're time. all about headlines. <laughs> We're, We're all about headlines today. <laughs> Is that... Cause we was like, yo, you know what, man? We haven't we haven't done a journey in a minute where you know we just sat down and just picked apart all the shit that's just going on going right on now, man. It's like, crazy. it's crazy. You know, we do it briefly, but we usually try to do like topical show, like yeah, a, a show yeah. that has you know a specific topic or a specific point to it. But the point of this show is. Man, shit is wild out here, y'all, man. It's wild. It's wildin' on all sorts of levels, and we need to pay attention for real. There's there's quite a few stories that are going on right now that we just got to get into, man. We got to, look, Black Broadway got something to say about this, and I'm noticing that there's people listening all over the world. Every time, yo, every time we look at the SoundCloud numbers, it's just, it's it's so crazy to see these cities and these uh, countries, and it's just all over, man. Yo, shout out to all of y'all. We appreciate all y'all. Yo, listen, if you listen to Black Broadway for real on any kind of interval, Hit me up, please. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up at U Street Fresh yeah. on Twitter. U S T F R E S H. That's kind of like my most active social media. Like I, I like to read Twitter. I don't tweet a lot, but if you tweet me, I'll be like, "Yo, what up?" Oh shit. He get his laughter. On. Yeah, I get. It. Yeah, that's that's my laugh and my news. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instagram, I don't really rock with too much, but I do like pictures. So yeah. Instagram is Black Broadway. B L V C K Broadway and Black Broadway, <laughs> D.C., yep. if you need more specificity, is the backup Instagram, and that's where we got everything, all of our reposts, all of our activity between me and Dre Black. Yo, Dre, what's your Instagram? Tell him, spell it, because you got to give him the whole deal. <laughs> it's the underscore reigning, R-E-I-G-N-I-N-G underscore king, the reigning king. The underscore reigning underscore king. king. All right. Yeah, sir. All right. Hit Dre Black up. Dre Black lit. This man got all the followers. (laughs) You know, like, I don't... Nigga. None of the followers. Yo, let's address that, too, at the top of the show. What, what, what? These these M-bombs. Oh, It's yes. <laughs> yes. nah, it's... One of our faithful listeners out there. Yeah, you one of our, yo, big shout out to Lorraine, yo, hey, for real. Up, she Lorraine? is one of our faithful listeners, yeah, faithful you, uh, Facebook post likers, faithful yep. commenters, oh, like yeah. just a contributor. She's Black Broadway. Yes, she So is. 
And for real, she was like, she had an occasion to, to tell Dre on a personal level, like, I like the show, y'all doing your thing, but why you gotta say nigga so I'm my bad, why you gotta say it so much? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, and I mean culturally, you know how we get down. Yeah. I do like, you know what I'm saying? I have my little beefs and issues with tax though. But overall, I really like what homie is doing. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Overall, I like it. You know what I'm saying? I got my issues and you know what I'm saying? If we want to hash yeah, them out, we can hash them out. Yeah, we, we had that moment. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm, I'm on record. <laughs> you on record. I'm on record. But at the end of the day, I do, one of the things that he do with the whole little beloved situation as a replacement for you know, the N-word. Right. I, I can appreciate yeah, I can that. Appreciate you know that. what I'm saying? I mean, I as a DC dude, I know you remember back in the day when dudes used to be like, ho, ho, hold on, lover. And you'd be like, hold on, <laughs> hold on, lover. You'd be like, hold on. Because this dude looked like he just came home no from Lord, and right. he's like... But that's, that's true, though. That's, but that'd be the toughest dude saying something like that. Damn. So it's not to say that saying something like that you know, diminishes your toughness or anything oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. It's just a it's just a cultural tendency that we all yeah, have. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And especially growing up in our generation, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's funny, we was just talking about this, how we like young OGs, I guess. Like we in that oh. age where we we old enough to know better but still young yeah, enough yeah, to not give a fuck. Exactly. So like that's pretty much the line we walk every people. day. The word a lot too. I do. I yeah, mean, so and, we try to chill. It's, it's definitely uh, subconsciously. So yeah. it's not like I'm just, you know. Nah, uh, there's no there's no overt self hate or none of that. Right, so right, you know, yeah. but we're gonna pull up on that we just because that. we thinking about we're gonna work, you. On we gonna work on that straight up. You know what I'm saying? But right now we're gonna enjoy this uh, bullet. We are bullet bullet. bullet. Shoot them up, shoot them up, black up, black up. Yeah, I can't lie, I switched it up, man. I switched it up, I switched it up. Stuff, and I know, you know, see, here's the thing. I thought about this. You know how I used to always be like, um, I'm not going to shout out liquor brands and all of that until, you know, get the endorsement. And all that, yeah. I don't really want the liquor brand endorsement. I mean, you want it, but you know, it's not really. It's not. That's not what we do. Yeah, like, we, we don't sell alcohol. Yeah, we enjoy it. Like, yeah. it's cool, but you know, what I'm saying it's like we're not really out here to be that that type of representative. You know, what I'm saying there's a lot more people that we feel like we can reach oh, other yeah. than just people who enjoy a particular brand oh, of yeah. alcohol. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying or anything of that nature. So with that being said, it's not that important. It's not. It's it's, not. You know what I'm saying? But and uh, you might want to get down with this for real. You know what I'm saying? I tell you, man, that the ginger beers, <laughs> man, you know, we can get their attention because I do rock with goslings. Outside of D&G, we're going to do goslings every time. Every time. All right? Even at the bar. Tell your bartender, what's up with that goslings? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> real talk. So, yeah, man, like... That's just what? That's just our little intro, a little yeah, top of know, the show. We got into a couple of good, things. Good to be back, yeah, we had to touch with people. Yeah, like, good I, to be I, back. I seen you in a minute, too. So like, like, I know, yo, Dre. Like man, Dre been, like been crazy place, busy. Man. I've been crazy busy. It's yeah, been it's real. Been like, life's been real. I've been yeah. Snapchatting it all. You Street Fresh, Snapchat. Yeah, It's lit on Snapchat. Yeah, man. So what? Yeah, Headlines man. episode. Oh, what we got, man? You, oh, man. We got a lot. A lot of shit going on this week, man. Yo. Oh no. What? I'm gonna tell you what's the first and foremost headline because you know, 
I mean, this thing is dated, but only what? to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what's going on in the world right now. They say, they say, they, they again with they. They say. They say. They are really boosting it up right now. <laughs> they say <laughs> we about to have like two feet of snow in D.C. Two right feet. now. His, historic. Historic. Storm. Monumental. Wow. Snowfall. Like, I saw it. It's you know for the for the ad department. It's it's their time to shine today, yo. <laughs> like I'm not going for. I'm about to go to Target tonight and yeah, buy I'm my son a sled. Like I'm yeah. going to the grocery store. So. Yeah, I mean I went to the grocery store yesterday. Yeah, I was on top of a little bit. I, I just happened to be at Walmart. Exactly. It was the grocery store. The, I was looking for some suede cleaner for my for my oh, Tim's. Yeah, Tim, let's talk Tim. about let's this. Let's talk about our French Tim's. Just bought a just, just fucking bought a pair of Timberlands. And now it's about to snow. And like, bruh, I just up, dog. I'm not even these Tim's ain't gonna see the snow. <laughs> I got I got some Tim's I got Tim's for, for that. I got I, some drinks for yeah, that. Yeah, I got drinks for the snow. Yeah, you know. If I had if it was Nike boots, it'd be different though. Oh, dog. When the last time I you bought a pair of Nike boots? I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to go off topic. Okay. But I have been feeling like I want to get me a pair of Nike it's boots. It's time to get a pair of gold domes for the culture. It's time to get a pair of gold domes for the hometown. Two thousands. Yo, it was wild how in the early two thousands, like New York. Adopted the going dome like it was oh, like it was new like, it was, <laughs> like when when the dip set was dip out here rocking here. Nike boots like it was like new or something. Was, it was like dog, I've been seeing Nike boots since <laughs> man, since, yeah. since sixth grade. Man, what? I don't know what year the Nike now, going dome came out, though, but man. I mean, no. yo, I'm gonna keep it real. It was like early nineties, like no. ninety four, no. ninety five, yo. Phone posits was on the streets in 94, 95. You got to understand. Old school phone posits, though. Real phone posits. Well, the know, blue you know, and black the space joints. joints. The space joints. Then they had the olive joints, the green joints. Remember the green joints? Those was in 99. I got those okay, my freshman year those, yeah, in college. Good. But they didn't like, come up with the newer versions till like, this new generation, right? Yeah, this is a whole other thing. But point is, what's old is new. Yeah. And also, going back to the snow... That's the boot you want to wear in the snow. Not a Timber. Yeah. Not, not some buttons. <laughs> so I don't even have an old pair of Nike boots. Me neither. So I was like, so oh, man. We're supposed yeah. to have two feet of snow, bro. I don't even understand it, man. I, so, see, I see. I believe it when I see it. I believe, same here. So that's the first thing that is just crazy. So that's how That's out the way. So make sure y'all so, got y'all shepherd. Yeah, make sure you're right, stuff. man. When you listen to this. Salt. Hopefully you listen to this with all the bread and toilet paper that you need. <laughs> you're going to be snowed in if they if they write. And you're going to have plenty of time to listen to Black Broadway. So it's going to yeah, be... <laughs> you got plenty of time to catch up. Today, you're going to have time. So that's how it works. So, so with that being said, like I said, oh, we was on headlines, yo. Wild week in, Wild week. in the internet, man. Like... The internet is the, the internet jumped off, man. It was just hilarious, man. So like, Meek Mills is just not the the sharpest knife in the drawer at all, son, man. I don't understand what the kid's doing. He came out with a, with um, this joint called Four for Four, like an EP. Yeah, and it was like a surprise. Yeah, like a surprise, just out <laughs> the blue kind of thing, which is not trash. I'm, that, I, I agree. I'm going to go ahead. 
I'm going to go okay. ahead and step but right see, out I'm, there on I'm that level. I'm a Meek Mill fan. I'm not a Meek Mill fan. I'm a Meek Mill fan. I think he played himself all last year. Like, literally, from from the time he jumped on Twitter, whatever that month that was, June, July, until now, he been playing himself. And even still, with this uh, Drake diss, or these shots that he taking at Drake on this album, it's, it's still, like, in poor taste. And let sleeping dogs lie, son. Like, that's over. You took that L. You did not have to. You didn't need Norm tweeting you again. We didn't need to reawaken that whole thing. And now, I mean, Drake is probably sitting there somewhere in whatever private plane he's in looking like, really, cuz? Like, really? Like, do I have to address this again? I, I don't really don't, I, I don't have, I don't know, because I, I fucks with me, so I don't, and I may be biased, you know. You're biased. I, I'm rooting for, the, I guess I'm rooting for the underdog, you know, it's sad. It's, he, it's one it's thing to root for, but through. do you understand why? I don't, but that's would. what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's you know, he, he's young and he's he's learning, I mean, but yeah. at the same time, I feel like he he's a real nigga, you know. I, I don't know, man, see, I'm really... I really, one day, we're going to have this conversation on the show. <laughs> we got to shift the paradigm of what is a real nigga. Like, we're using that word nigga. Sorry, Lorraine. I mean, but it's, only, it's, but it's, a, it's, it's in an appropriate bro. context right here. <clears throat> because, like... Yeah, but, okay, let me tell you. When I say real nigga, I mean, like, I feel like he, he, know, he, he know who his audience is as it relates to the streets, and he connects to those... But if you know who your well. audience is, all right, so let's like, pull up. Like, I don't up. feel like Meek's commercial. Like, Drake right. and 50, they they. All right, so let's pull up. So if you know who your audience is, and if let's just say that we agree on the fact that we think that his audience is, like, the 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 dudes who's out on the streets who's really, really going through it, who really I'm doing the bullshit, the who really going to jail every other every month, day, yeah. who, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, like, who really got shit, got cases, got on, cases on cases, you know what I'm saying? Who, who, right, who really got wake up in the morning and, and cut the coat in their mom's house, yeah, mom's serve free. her before they lo- leave and pay them. You know, I mean, real, that shit's real, real life. Okay, so let's say that's his audience. What is he telling his audience? Keep doing more of the same shit, and you'll be like me one no, day. No, he's not telling them that. I think he's telling dog, his story, though. Dog. Okay. Okay. I, Let's go next. <laughs> because, see, I'm, I, like I said, I may be Like fine. I said, I'm I don't really, I don't really get into I it. I don't get into it that deep. Let me be just, honest with you. You know? Uh, okay, host, mm-hmm. sir. No. Please, <laughs> producer, let, let these clips fly. It's, it's just me and you in here. <laughs> Let's Listen, talk. I believe that. Niggas are really mad that he's he he with Nikki, and, mm. and and they throwing shots at him any way they can because who I mean, threw shots at him though? Who threw shots at him? Who threw shots? Really? He put out that video. I don't know who who, who let that video fly. Who him video? hitting that heavy bag. You <laughs> see him hitting <laughs> that was terrible. That was a no-no. You have to admit when shit ain't right. Exactly. I don't that, know why they put that taking a lot of elements I mean, you know. And it's just, it's just the whole thing about letting social media get to you. That's why that's my, what it is. Bro, that's he why my attitude is fuck social media. He let it take him over. But that's why my attitude is fuck social media. But at the same time, what am I going to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Who, who am I? Like, I, I, I got to play the game how it goes. You don't reproach uh, social media like that, though. Nah, not at all. 
I've been slacking on Instagram. So. I've been slacking. <laughs> Slack. Like, I go that to, hey, that listeners, is, I go to his page to see what's going on, and he ain't post shit since. Oh, man. Let's, let's, all right, listen. All right, look. We're going to stop right there. <laughs> No, we gotta get through this music. Yeah, let's go get. Let's get through the music. Let's stay focused. Let's stay focused on the music because we got serious things on the other side of the music. So, so the purple. So, what did you think of purple rain? So yeah, so Meek did the four for four, and then Purple Rain came out. Future Drink. I, I, I'm gonna keep it real. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I listened to the front half. It was Future. It was jamming. It was what the fuck? What do you want from me? Like. So you, he you said everything I expected Future to say, everything that I expected to happen, happened. It happened. It, it happened. I was. And then you have, he has his usual players as well. Yeah, Metro. Yeah, if you're on Metro, Metro, don't trust me. I want you. Yeah. So like, like, I mean, and I'm not saying, like, see, here's the thing. I guess it's a fine line that I got to walk because, all right, I'm, I'm educated and intelligent enough to know that this is, like, in some form, satire. Did you see? That Future had a little interview where he was saying that, like, yeah, this whole thing is like an image. It's like I'm not really as drugged out as I say. It's like just an image that I portray in my music. He said this in an interview. And I was like, you know, now a lot, half of the internet was like, uh, nah, that's just a ploy so he could see his kid. He just tried to clean up so he could see his kid. Now, yes and no, but I feel like. More importantly, like people are so invested in that being the future that they know and love yeah. that they, that if he came out and told the truth and gave you a piss test, niggas be like, he lied. Uh, future yeah, got they still fuck with him. They still fuck with him. We got the stick in the car for future. Like, it's just a, exactly just like Rick Ross, who, like, I cannot front. Yeah, Rick Ross is probably the tightest rapper. Of our generation, like the type of shit that he, the music that he makes is crazy. Like that's that luxury rap. Like I be listening, dog. Luxury rap. That's that luxury rap. I be listening to Money Dance. Is how I start my day for this whole entire 2016. That's my joint. The thing that fucked me up with him, like he denied the shit. Yeah, he a liar. See, and that's just all it. It just showed you like like character flaws in dudes. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, he lied about that. Like he can't clean eventually, but like eventually, I mean, good. and we all lie about things. Like but we're like, all like, on certain is, okay, levels who, liars. Who but cared? like if he would have said, yeah, that's right. me, who would have fucking cared? But see, that's what makes you exceptional. Yeah. It's being super honest yeah, exactly. about and, and there's transparent yeah, and transparent, and there's not a lot of people. <laughs> That, and that's why music is a little bit not, you know, how as it, as genuine as it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it doesn't matter because I, it doesn't make it any less brilliant. Yeah. It just makes it less genuine. Yeah. It, it, and that's the whole thing. Yeah. But, like, a song like Money Dance, for example. Like, I listen to Money Dance, like, damn near every day. For real. I listen to that song when I wake up in the morning certain <laughs> times. Like, like, I can't. I can't really give it to my son in the car on the way to school, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not the mindset. Yeah, yeah, but nah, I don't even listen. Nah, we not really <laughs> listening to edited versions of Ross. We listening to edited like versions of Kanye, though. Yeah, we are. We listening to, like, edited um, 
beautiful dark twisted fantasy and edited late registration. One of my favorite TV. Which he loves. He loves late registration. But I digress. Yeah. Yo, he went into um he, he gets into his whole little thing where he, you know, he wants to rock and party out, but like that luxury rap, that exclusive shit that Ross creates, like it's it's something so who who else would you put in the luxury rap? I would have to say, like, the only luxury... The, the guy who said it, Kanye. Yeezy is luxury rap guy. Like, he's... And, and, it's, and it's a different kind of luxury. It's that flip-flops and I'm chilling luxury. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that, that I'm so rich, I don't care luxury that we exactly. all, that we all aspire fun. to. Exactly. He gave us three joints this week, too, man. That was Kanye gave us three joints. Well, not this week, but just well, you know, yeah, since the, the year started. Yeah, exactly. Since the year started, what's he your gave, favorite out of the three? Out of all three, my favorite, hands down, is Will Flint. Yeah, hands down, Mine like too. it's easy by far. Definitely. But um, you know, no more parties in L.A. is cool. Yeah. Like I appreciate him and Kendrick, the yeah. him and Kendrick. I appreciate the Mad Lib vibes that's going on there. I appreciate all of that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think. Real friends is is, is it just speaks a, to it, it speaks to a, you know a lot and it's of some, and it's some Yeezy we can relate to yeah, for lack of a better like, way to put it. Not saying it. You can't. Well, a lot of people say like for for example Yeezy. Yeah, it wasn't accessible to a lot of people. I I will never slander Yeezys. I I, I, I thought it was great, innovative, greatest one of the greatest concerts I ever been to. Oh, Jesus tour, my Jesus tour T-shirt is one of my prized possessions in life. Like that was a dope I'm, ass tour. Yeah, that's let's not even talk about yeah, like, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even up for debate. I'm, I'm glad that I was able to. But let's go ahead and put it out there that facts was trash. You know, did not yeah, fuck with facts. Didn't fuck with I will say when I listened to so, it, I think on New Year's when it dropped, New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much after the bar drop. Yeah. I was over at my man's house where everybody. I think it, it dropped right before the ball dropped. And somebody, yeah, yeah. somebody on Twitter said, "Like, I'm glad this shit dropped right at 11:30 so we can leave it in 2016." So when I went back and listened to it, I was like, "Nah, this ball drop ain't all that." Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess because when I first heard it initially, I was, you know, in my element, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Yeezy." Word, but when word. I went back and listened to it again, I was like, "Nah." But yo, that shit. I mean, you know, Kanye's always gonna give us. I think Swish is gonna be tight. It's gonna be ill to see that compete with V for the six, like that. What that, you mean to see the six? You know what's gonna sell more? You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be crazy, yo. Like, look, Black Broadway listeners, we wanna hear from y'all about yeah, all of this, we man. We wanna hear y'all opinions, like, cause listen, we're doing this shit every week, regardless. Every week. So <laughs> it's not gonna stop. Like, I I wish I could tweet about this shit more, but I work with my head. We we listen to the barber episode. I can't hear. So I'm not going to be tweeting about this shit or Instagramming about this shit all the time. But if you listen to the episode, just know, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a co-worker to tell to tell a church member to tell, you know, one of the people, you know, right, one of the people in the Uber pool, like, whatever you doing. Yo, this is fun. 
This is your captain speaking with just a little flight information. Coming up on the left, we're going to be catching a glimpse of the Grand Canyon. On the right, you can be able to see the Hoover Dam in just a few minutes. We're flying at an altitude of 37,000 feet, and our airspeed is 400 miles an hour. A couple little facts here. I'm packing a Colt King Cobra. That's a 357 caliber firearm with a black rubber grip and a six-inch barrel. Also, the co-pilot is carrying a Kimber Custom Defense pistol with all the bells and whistles you'd expect from a custom gun of that kind with an alloy frame and bevel treatment on the entire gun. And our chief flight attendant, Roger, has a Ruger Bearcat F-22 with a hand-fluted cylinder. All three are capable of piercing body armor at a distance of up to 27 feet. And I can put a hole in human bone and flesh the size of the Grand Canyon, which, by the way, is coming up on the left-hand side of the plane, so just sit back and pull out to enjoy the rest of the flight. La 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 Mention that he worked for the embassy People seem to find that interesting. High status, intrigue, and mystery. Special code name on a hotel registry. I love it when they say, enjoy your stay. They say I highly mean it, cause it's how they've been trained. Show you to your room, a suite with a view. And if anything at all, do not hesitate to call. Nice. The greatest, the greatest, compliments, toothbrush, toothpaste, razors, a Bible, a Quran, and the jaw, all depending where you are, then the whisper through the wall, she was calling on God. The greatest, the greatest, salutations, congratulations, reservations, exclusive arrangements, dinner with the patrons, the scenery's amazing, it's so outrageous, they whisper when they say it, when it's really real, it's even realer than the Matrix, classic, modern, ancient, flagrant, get a special thrill every time we get to say it, peace. I work with the embassy on behalf of imagination industry. I come visit, you come visit. Such a pleasure, official business. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. Embassy. Greetings. We are back, man. What you say? Episode fifty, Dre. Episode fifty, man. Episode fifty, Black Broadway. You know, we are back. What we call this the headlines episode, man. And this is the more you know serious side of the program right here, for real. Because man, it's a lot of stuff going on that people need to be much more aware of. And much more, uh, much more understanding of the heavy impact that it has on your life for real. Like you know, what I'm saying, like when your freedom is being impinged upon, uh-huh. and when your actual, you know, person is starting to become much more restricted, even as the world is starting to become much more fluid, and people can go wherever they want to go, uh-huh. and you can contact whoever you want to contact. In actuality, like, freedom is disappearing, yo. And like I said, man, a big example of that is what's going on with our brother most deaf right now, man. That's crazy, man. Listen. Listen. Let me just start this by saying, most deaf, bar for bar, 
Rhyme for Rhyme is one of my favorite rappers, period. I don't feel like there's five dudes who can really rap better than most deaf. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go and put most. Yeah, I mean, I just don't feel like there's five people who can really rap better than most deaf. Are there five more entertaining rappers, perhaps? Of course. You know what I'm saying? But lyrically, toe-to-toe. Nobody can spit like most. I always felt like it was just such a lopsided comparison between him and Kwali. And we've touched on me and Kwali and how I feel about that before. Yeah, so yeah. we're not going to revisit that. But we're going to go into what I'm talking about with most right now. Most Def is currently being detained in South Africa, being held against his will. He wishes to leave. South Africa, the nation of South Africa. He's being held against his will along with his children, his wife, and his mother. And they're in South Africa, and they tell him most that he cannot leave because he's under some type of suspicion of defrauding the state of South Africa, and he wants they want justice, and so on and so forth. And it's just a really, really tense situation right now. Please, when you get time, Black Broadway... Go to just KanyeWest.com. Look it up. And just type in KanyeWest.com in your browser. And you're going to hear a message from Most Deaf, now known as Yasin Bey. Mm-hmm. And he's telling you straight from his mouth the entire situation. How he is being detained in South Africa. How he has been traveling on what's known as a world passport. Because I'm not sure... But I don't know if most renounced his American citizenship. Yeah, I but know. I know he said publicly he's not rocking with America. Like he he don't want to be here. A, uh, South African yeah. citizen, right? I thought so. I don't know if he was becoming a citizen. Now that no. like I don't know, but I know that he had been functioning over there for a while, and that's where he had been. He, according to him, he had been there three years. Mm-hmm. So it's like crazy, you know what I'm saying? Just to well, damn near citizen. Really, like just to and just to hear that, you know. I mean, regardless of where you go, when you're a rebel, when you stand up for your people, when you speak for a cause, period, that's not going along with the establishment, they're gonna hassle you, you know, they're gonna give you a hard time. Let me just say, you know, speaking of South Africa, please, because you've been to South Africa, traveling to Cape Town, no doubt, you've been where most is at, where he's at, absolutely, And and I've Definitely had interaction with the the law there because upon my, my trip to South Africa, uh, me and my <clears throat> some of my um, classmates that went, you know, uh, we were some of our items were stolen over there. You know, my uh, oh, speak up, Dre, tell them, man. Oh yeah, 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 my iPad and some other uh-huh. a whole bunch of shit was stolen. Like amongst all of the dudes that was you know in my room or whatever, uh-huh. it was like an iPad, MacBook. Um, iPhone, Blackbird, you know, yeah. some shit that was stolen. And we had to go through the whole process of filing a report and all this shit. And I can just tell that it was totally different as far as, like, dealing with the feds over there and yeah. how, how the whole system worked over there. Even, like, I mean, even how how messed up it is and fucked up it is dealing with the feds over here? Yeah, it's no different, it's, it's, no, it's difference. no difference. That might even point. be a little bit more harsh, huh? It's, it's, yes, it's, it's, it's a little the more harsh. It's no different. It's the, yeah. it's the racism and all that shit is still yeah. so prevalent over there. It's ridiculous. And for real, South you Africa, know, I mean, just has a long. Yeah, they have a long history of that. Yeah. They got apartheid. They got the Afrikaners. The whole Boer War, like all of that. Yo, 
everybody out there listen to Black Broadway, look, it's important that y'all be educated on certain shit because we gonna talk about certain stuff, and we gonna, you know, we need you to understand what context we coming from. Like, we not some dudes that don't know. Like, we don't, we don't expect like, oh, Moses in Africa, it's black people doing this. There, even if it was, it's still a a a sickness and a a disease of colonialism and all of that that runs through that whole continent. That really has people who when they get into authority positions, and especially if they're dealing with someone who's Mm anti-establishment, they're going OD. And that's just how it works. That's just how it is out there, yo. You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy, but these are the facts of life. And, yo, we really wish most the best, man, because he's in a a tight situation. Like I said, listen to No More Parties in S.A. He's talking about something known as a world passport. I was trying to look that up before we came back. To the show, but I'm gonna do my Googles on that. We're gonna put that up. Put a post up yeah. on the Facebook. You know what I'm saying, yo. And while we mentioning that too, BlackBroadway.com, the content version is in development. You want me? Sh- you want me chill, Dre? I'm chill, a chill. chill, chill I'm chill. a chill. I'm we're excited. We're not gonna talk about it until we ready. To yeah, until we ready to bust. So. You know, you're right. We haven't made a habit of acting like that. We're not gonna start now. Yes, sir. All right. So yeah, but just know that like. Yo, we can break this down for you. We can really make you understand this whole entire situation from a different angle because, like, they be thinking, like, they, again. They. Again with they, you know. They like to think that we're not educated or that we're not intelligent enough to understand understand. when a ruse is being run on us, man. And, And that's just not the case. That's just not the case. And it's unfortunate, but we have to prove that constantly. And that's okay, because that's kind of like the pressure that we all function under. Now, people who don't function under that pressure, like, definitely, they achieve all kind of craziness because their minds are allowed to wander Mm -hmm. in that direction. That's the type of life I'm trying to set up for my son. That's the type of life I'm trying to set up for, you know, the future generations that's coming out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but not all who wander are lost. <laughs> Dre just put it up for me just to let me know. And I'm telling you again, not all who wander are lost. Yeah, we yeah. got a direction. We got a vision. And we taking y'all there. So, Same like, there, for real, man, listen. Do what you need to do to understand I want all my Black Broadway listeners to experience travel. My man Dre has done South Africa, done Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? I've done these. I've done these continental United States quite a bit, but I got to get off of them, man. And at the end of the day, like it's just this is our year, man. And I want all of us to do these adventures as as African Americans go somewhere but be safe yes. but be but be aware and know where you're going yeah know where you're going understand the culture and try to like you know go there with as little baggage from this American situation as possible but understand when it's going down it's a worldwide system yeah. that's going down. Like this is not nothing that you haven't seen before. Really? So don't really? don't react no differently. It's no different. It's no it's no different. Once they get you, yeah, they just gonna take. They gonna go zero to a hundred on you a little quicker. <laughs> that's all. You know, that's you know all. Like ask ask go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying for real, man. But like that's and look. 
I will tell you, we need to kind of get moving from America because <laughs> the foolishness that's going on in America right now, like, yo, another headline, snatched straight from the headlines this week. Donald Trump, who oh. is oddly, not even oddly, but frighteningly, Frightening. still extremely relevant, has now garnered the support and earned the endorsement. Uh, and I shouldn't say I earned. I use the word "earned" very loosely. Yeah, please. Cause <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That was that was a strong. You know, that was my journalistic itch coming out. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, he's. He somehow managed to finagle. I like that better. Finagle yeah. <laughs> the support We're and the endorsement, yes, of Sarah Palin. Like we thought we were done with her. Like is she is she not the butt of enough jokes? But to some people, she is all but too real and all but too credible. And credible, she, credible. Who's credible? Sarah Palin. She mobilizes people to vote. If they see that Sarah Palin is involved in this with a certain candidate, just based on the fact that they like her, regardless of whatever stupidity she displayed, they will go out there and rock with this candidate. They'll be like, it ain't her. It ain't her. Like, she, you know, but listen, she could get some people's votes too, but not enough. Even reading off of a paper. Not enough, because people will be constantly reminded how stupid she is. See, that's... <laughs> Listen, when she pops out this spurt, she sounded when she was reading whatever she, she came out with some with the Harvard Harvard. I was like, Sarah Palin, what? I, I it didn't it me. didn't even make sense. It it literally was not words, and I was just like, you know what? All right, I see what's going but on even here. Even Donald Trump was looking at her like, <laughs> yo, even Trump, like he was unsure, like look, did I make the right decision Trump, here? Trump, Trump, at some point in, in time is going to have to face up to the fact that he became ringmaster of the circus. Like <laughs> That's what it he, is, a circus. He, he tried to, he he started off trying to do one thing, and then it became a whole, a whole circus. See, like, I, I'm a fan of, like, you know, certain little movies and stuff. I'm just a politics kind of guy, period. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, remember that movie that they did about the Palin and McCain campaign, Game Change? It was a good movie. Um, Julianne, uh, what's her name? Julianne Moore was uh, Sarah Palin. She was real good. Okay, yeah, I think she I was good that. as yeah, Sarah Palin. That was that's a good joint. That's like an HBO original movie. You should check that out. Okay, that was good. But um, she was on there, and um, McCain was being played by I forget who, but he's a, he's another good actor. I think I did see that. Now. It's a good movie. Yeah. But anyway. Like, at a certain point, the campaign got kind of out of hand where, like, the stuff that Sarah Palin was saying that was just so inflammatory just had people fired up and they were saying something like, Hang the nigga! He's a socialist! He's ah, He's a Muslim! He's from Indonesia! And, and McKay's out there like, it, this happened in real life, though, I remember. And he was out there like, nah, chill, chill, chill. And people just didn't want to hear that shit because the, the rhetoric just gets to a certain point where it don't matter if it was true. Let's not forget, yo, we burn people at the stakes. Well, not we, but this country and this this well, continental U.S. here, mm -hmm. people were once burned at stakes for being well, witches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People well, were black. people been hung and burned at stakes for being black and tarred and feathered. So it's, fanaticism it definitely has a home out here. You know what I'm saying? So Donald Trump, he feeds the fanatics, but 
it, it's dangerous, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'll see what goes on with that, man. Like, and it, and, and, in, and in the meantime, there's actual, like, discrimination. But, I mean, the game goes on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just all I'm saying. Like, it's just like, this is that's just one facet of the game. They want political control. Therefore, they can control capital. Yeah. Like, all they're doing is pandering to culture, to to the culture of the moment right now. The culture of the moment is like fear, is like um, consumerism, is anti-government, is you know that they're just pandering to that culture. If the if the culture was something different, they would be saying something different, something different because their agenda don't never change. You know what I'm saying? And that's the whole thing that a lot of people don't really understand. I'm going with they again with the callus because it's they. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying that like the actual agenda, it just doesn't change. It's just it's it's not this is a well oiled machine that we live in here. And it's try and it's keep it's gonna keep running. And it's fueled by conflict. It's just like any machine like pistons, what do they do? They go up and down, bang, 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 against yep. each other, yep. like against the current. Like they, it's, everything is fueled by opposition, by conflict. That's so right. when you get down to it, you know, like it's just it's just the natural order of things. You know what I'm saying? So I can't blame most for trying to escape, but I also look at it like, damn, bro, no matter where you go, there you are. The same shit. You know what I'm saying? No matter where you go, there you are. Like, man, we caught up with the fence again. Again. In South Africa yeah, again. Where the fuck are you going? Man, you know what I'm saying? So, peace to most death. Yassine Bay, fuck Donald Trump and Sarah Palin. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, but no, what else was we going to? Oh, yo, okay. The I think I'm going to switch around the order. I'm going I'm to save, I'm gonna save the, the hot, the heat for last. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where... I know there's a lot of tangents at, but <laughs> this right here, I feel like we could just put this in right before we start to close out. What you know what I'm saying? The Flint, oh yeah, Michigan oh, yeah. water crisis. Water crisis. All right, let's let let's More let's foolishness. let's start from the beginning here. All right, like first of all, Flint, Michigan is Michigan in general is one of the poor jurisdictions in this whole country. And especially since it's just been robbed of the entire industry that populated it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got places like Flint, Grand Rapids, uh, you know, most of Detroit, where the entire population pretty much functions below the poverty line as you know, it's federally mandated or whatever. Like, whatever they say the poverty line is, yeah. people live way below, below that, yeah. like, all the time. That's yeah. the, there's no... Way underneath. Yeah, way underneath. <laughs> Beneath that joint, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, okay, that's life now. Now, to add insult to injury, like, you, as a public utility, where whatever money these people do have... It is definitely being taxed. Mm-hmm. It is definitely being allocated. Whatever jobs these people do have, whatever rent these people do pay, mm-hmm. whatever property people do mm-hmm. own is being taxed for real. Yeah, like they not heavy. Because if you don't get taxed, you're going to get evicted. This ain't Oregon. 
Nope. Where there's a whole community of rebels who said, fuck, like, that. fuck that. We're going to live in your building. We ain't paying rent and we ain't paying taxes. Right. And we burning grass. What? Straight <laughs> like that. Straight like that. This ain't that. This is poor black people and poor white people and poor Latinos and poor uh, Persians. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is this is Michigan. This is Michigan. This is those people up there really paying their dues as, you know, Americans. And what do they get? They get water that the government decided it was too expensive to continue to use it from the the next most pure source. Oh. So they decided to revert to a source that was known to be impure and do it for as long as they could conceivably get away with it, yo. And now we got people out here, you know, donating cases of water. Like, yeah, like, okay, yeah, let's let's get Deer Park more money because that's what they need. That's what they do. That's what Deer Park needs is more money. So now we're doing it. Now where everybody's like, yeah, I'm donating cases of water, this, that, and the third. Yo, again, to take it back to most definite, I put this on my Snapchat earlier. You Street Fresh Snapchat, yo, get out of here. <laughs> nah, but I, like, <laughs> most Def said on this song called New World Water, he said, I quote, and it's about to get real wild in a half. You'll be buying AVR just to take a fucking bath. Listen, look at where we are in America. Prediction, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is where we are in America right now, you know what I'm saying? And, like, like we have been, as a society, I think, kind of, like, blind to and very much so downplaying the global water crisis. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, what, like, three, four years ago when Jay-Z was trying to, like, drum up all the support and yeah, for the water. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, just ten years before that, it's been an issue. Yeah. It's an issue. It's always been an issue. All across this globe right now. And now we have people who are literally I living. I, I donated when I was going to Howard. I donated. I, literally, I have a picture somewhere on Facebook. I'm sure it'll remind me. I donated like 30 pairs of tennis shoes to uh, be shipped to Africa for water. Listen. No. <laughs> and now look. You don't even got to ship them to Africa. The ship is cheaper. You can ship them to Michigan. Right. You can ship them. You can ship them to Michigan. Water for Africa. It's Uh, actually it's actually happening in America, y'all. So like, I mean, listen, I'm not discouraging anyone from donating and and helping out in any way, shape, or form. I know Black Broadway. We gonna help out, and we go we gonna help out, yo. And we gonna post something. And we're going to just, you we're know... Post the link and whoever like, wants yeah, to... Yeah, and whoever wants to join in. Yeah, exactly. Because we, go, we got to rely on our community. If we have any kind of community, then because maybe we have people well that can help. Same, anybody could be in that Listen, situation Listen, it's real. It's real life. So it's we, very you know, realistic. Exactly, right. So we want to help. We want to spread awareness. We're going to post some information. We're going to post the link where people can donate. And we're going to get this thing going, man. Sure. Because, like, listen, like, we live in this, we live in, we all we live in this country. Each other too, you know? And we all live in this country together, yo. Yep. And we're all relying on the same infrastructure. Yep. But what you got to realize is that even the infrastructure is corrupted. Like, yeah. and they don't, like, listen, roads are better in certain places. 
water is better in some places. Mm-hmm. It's just like you wouldn't think like in America that that's real, but yeah, that's that's actually real. Mm-hmm. Schools are better in certain places. Believe it or not, oh, America, man. it's just, it's a fact. That's just how it is. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are the things that we got to deal with and, and we got to deal with them realistically. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so, I'm, we, as Black Broadway, are going to post the organization that we feel the most capable and the most connected with this the spirit of actually helping rather than profiting. Like, we ain't fucking with the Red Cross. We not rocking with them. They the biggest thieves since... (laughs) You heard it here first. This is me telling you Red Cross be out here thieving. You know what I'm saying? And they get mad at Wyclef for stealing a little bit off the top. I mean... You took a little money. Listen, charity in general, people be skimming. Like, that's it's worse than casino out there. People be skimming. But what we're going to do is find the most responsible organization that we can find. And we're going to put research into that. And we're going to let you guys know. And we're going to put funds in. And we want all the Black Broadway listeners that actually care. You know what I'm saying? No fake outrage. Real real care. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You really care. Then let's put it in. Let's get it cracking, yo. For real. But like I said, yo, we got to just be realistic. And we got to understand that we we all, as people, As, as... As one. Look. You saw this story that said that the there are 62 people in the world who have as much wealth collectively as the bottom 50% of the rest of the economy. Did you did you see that? Let's run a Google on that. 62 people, it's it's a, this is a real thing. I'm quoting this. I don't I don't have the I don't have the author of the article's name, but I believe it was published in Forbes. And the fact is, facts. Sixty-two people. That's a small room yeah. of people have as much wealth as the last as the bottom fifty percent of the remainder of the population. All right? Soak that up. And understand that this game is being played on levels that you cannot understand. Like there's and and listen, there's there's people who are content with being billionaire pawns. Billionaire pawns. You know what I'm saying? Billionaire rooks and bishops. They'll never be king. They'll never understand the the actual levels of wealth that are being held by the people who are, you know, in control of our economy, of our world economy, of our global economy. So, I say all that to say, they're like, fuck that shit. Take care of your family. Live your life. Make sure you drink clean water. Make sure you are prepared for the things that, you know, are eventualities. And And at this point, like looking like just inevitable inevitabilities, <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? They're looking like some shit. this is going to happen. Like you know, what I'm saying it's like who said this shit? I was reading the other days. I mean, I was reading today. I don't know if it was Stephen Hawking or it was someone, some scientist of of a very credible, you know, pedigree, 
was like, yo, this planet is headed for certain disaster. This country, certain disaster. It's like crazy. That's what the headlines all be bringing us to. Like, this crazy. So while we sit here worried about bullshit, like, the world is it collapsing. Matter. It don't matter. It don't yo, take care. Matter. It don't matter, man. Take care of your family, man. Enjoy your life. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, live. Live your life. Live your life, bro. What's wrong with you, man? We can drop dead today, tomorrow, next week. Yo, my man Tyler Heasy Coates always be saying that. He's like, yo, all you want to do is make incremental progress. I want to be on the side of the people that was trying to save the world rather than the side of the people that was trying to burn this shit down. You know what I'm saying? Because there's certain people. The people that try to burn this shit down, they already understand. It's like, already we're we're out of yeah. here. I'm out of here in 70, <laughs> 80, 90 tops. I'm out of here. We're, I'm done out here. It's about my kids. And it's yeah. about their kids' kids. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I know this is just a finite realm for me. So whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm fucking up, they don't care. Yeah. It's so crazy, yo. It's so crazy, Dre. And, like, a lot of people haven't mustered that same resolve to care. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, I only have a certain amount of time to care. To care. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's I only have a certain amount of time to care. Like, right now, with this podcast, yo, it's only a certain amount of time that I have to, like, really to get it off to get it off to yeah. get this off like i wasn't going to do this 10 years from now or i mean not to say that but just to say that like right now was the moment we got to strike now mm-hmm. we got to do it now you know what i'm saying and with that being said we're going to close out the show not even close out the show but this is our last topic and we going <laughs> i know dre got like nah, you got nah. feelings about this you know what i'm saying not even feelings but you know, I don't even want to put it like that because, nah, that's not even, nah. That's not how we roll. But, like, you just, you just, you know, you, you put me on to this story in a different kind of way than I was originally viewing it. So, we all know the Oscars happened. And, like, we talking about, like, the nominations and the lack of diversity, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, give me swag. Same story. Same every, story. Every fucking every year. Every like, when are you guys going to stop? Like, <laughs> but whatever. I understand. And, and, and I'll yeah. get into why I understand in a moment. But it, 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 it started a beef between some notable personalities from, from the culture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some people... A lot some of people, people have spoken all the... You some, know. some notable people from yeah. the culture. So, so uh, Jada Pickett came through with a series of tweets, a, a Facebook video. You know, she really did it up. She... Her social media uh, game was on point with this. Boycottation. Like, yeah, you know, organize the boycott. Is there a hashtag? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay, maybe you hashtag boycott the Oscars or whatever, whatever. So anyway, she got it popping. So she's her her Jada's argument is that you know, like they're disrespecting us once again. They got we good enough to dance and sing and host and shit, but. They can't nominate us for our achievements in the in the cinema, and you know what I'm saying. I'm just presenting her argument as she presented it, or as closely to it. I, I'm sure I'm doing not a great job in comparison to Jada Pinkett Smith. You know what I'm saying? She's she's a little bit you know more polished than this than me. But 
I'm just going to present it on my show the way I the way I heard it. So you know, her thing is that like, and it's and it's understandable to a certain extent that like you know we should totally boycott this show and we should like you know stop giving this show our attention, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, then I'm them, the real lot them. Black on them, who we all love. Her name is Janet Hubert. She sees this and she's like, Scott, Scott, hold up. Ain't this the same girl who's married (laughs) to the boy who wouldn't take up for me when NBC was trying to cut my money and scoop, et cetera, et cetera? Deep history, deep, deep, deep history there. A lot of bitterness, a lot of salt, a lot of anger there, unresolved issues there. Yeah, but I would say that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, all right, what are you gonna do? You gotta you gotta at some point in time you gotta bury the hatchet. So, and I would like to think that both parties has, have done so. But this particular statement ignited Janet Hubert, that's her name. We know her as old Aunt Viv, black Aunt Viv, <laughs> but she uh Janet the Hubert. Real the real Aunt Viv, the only Aunt Viv we acknowledge. <laughs> I'm on record is <laughs> only Aunt Viv we acknowledge, okay? Another one, I don't know. Yeah. So, Aunt Viv, real Aunt Viv was all like, um, hold up. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't believe them. Don't, y'all out here trying to get other black actors and actresses blackballed out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fucking with y'all. And y'all don't even really care. No, I'm saying some of us got mortgages they and bills to pay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? She she's like, you just mad cause Will ain't getting nominated. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, you know you know, you might have a point. But at the same time, it just sounds really, really salty. Like it just it sounds Extra Him- so Himalayan was- <laughs> salt. That's that. That's that pink Himalayan. So that video was salty. I mean, I felt it was a little salty, Dre. Really? Like, and, and listen, I don't really argue and with her. Some of her past videos have been salty. That's what I'm saying. She has a history. She has a history of salt. She has a history of assault. She has a history, a record of assault. <laughs> so I can't. I don't know. And I and I rock with Aunt Viv. Listen, only Aunt Viv we acknowledge. I don't even. I don't even really feel like. Uncle Phil was married. I feel like in those later episodes, he came out of the closet and he was just living <laughs> his life as Uncle Phil and all the kids accepted him. Because I don't acknowledge that new I Viv. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace to my man who played Uncle Phil too. What was his name, man? Damn, man. Come on, Dre. You got, Dre, you got to Google James that. Avery. James Avery. Thank you so much. Rest in peace to James Avery, man. Great actor. Great guy, man. For real, man. No disrespect to his sexual orientation. <laughs> it's just jokes. It's just jokes. Just laughing. <laughs> just shenanigans. But nah, back to the real, though. This beef with Jada Pinkett and Jada Huber. All right, so... It seems that we're on different sides of this issue here, Dre. And, and here's... All right. So where do we differ? I don't know. Here's <laughs> here's my side of the issue. Here's where I I come down. I feel like... All right. Jada Pickett is a little bit bold to call for 
out 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 boycott of the Oscars, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, because people got to make a living out here in the streets. People got to eat. You know what I'm saying? Now, acknowledging... She has her own... Her and Will has their own production company. They have one of the biggest production companies in Hollywood where they can make their own movies. So, if they got blackballed by Hollywood coming out saying this against the Academy... They, they still gonna eat because they still are able to make They got a lot. So that's why I'm saying like the solution actually kind of rests within the complaint. Like they sitting there talking about like, you know, boycott this, boycott that. Like I feel like if Jada Pinkett and Will Smith decided to have a cookout on their palatial estate and invite all the black actors just They'll all the actors, whoever. They'll be there. I was like, yo, we giving out awards. <laughs> we giving out golden Smith plates. Award. Smith Awards. <laughs> Son, I would want a Smith Award on my mantle. Why wouldn't you? Way before I a need Oscar. that Oscar. Like, that's the problem. Okay, then that's the com- that's what And that's different. where we differ, Dre. And my, com- my, my... I don't want that no, Oscar. Listen, I don't listen, need it. My, my only argument is that for someone who has trained and worked... You know, being, you know, both of us, you know, coming up being, you know, musicians, rappers, singers, all that, you know, you know how it is when you're coming up and you see your idols on TV and all that. So for a person that's in the craft and who trains every day and who aims for such, you know, goals, you know, they look at the Oscar, they look at the Grammy as a level of... um, Accomplishment or yeah, achievement, or whatever. like they, they, like they've done something, and and, and it can be noted that it's tangible. It's, who don't it's get a little gold statue. Who don't get nominated get for these awards go on various tangents as to why they should be nominated and the contribution that they have made to music. So obviously, people feel a certain type of way about these these nominations. Obviously. Because we wouldn't be having this conversation. Exactly. Right? I mean, and the way I feel about it is that, like. But why shouldn't you be recognized as a black actor or a black musician? By who, my dude? Listen, what? the recording. It is, don't even matter by who. It does matter by who, because that, that, it's a specific uh, guild of people who give out. Oscars. There is a specific guild or organization okay, so you know, who gives out grants. I, I don't know if I'm contradicting myself, but if you know that... And you want their respect listen, specifically? Okay, so if you know that a bunch of 65 and over men are are judging your work of art, yeah, is that what you really want to be? Is exactly. That what That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to give a fuck. I don't care if they in give that me... Sense, that I don't care sense. if they give me an award or not. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like here's the thing. Like, a lot of us have, a lot of people, period, who have been trained in the arts. You know what I'm saying? They went to these prestigious institutions like Juilliard and the school where Dub Ellington and Ethan Hawke went. You know what I'm saying? I forget the name. The name escapes me. But listen to episode 1.0. They mentioned that on oh, there. You know what I'm saying? Like these schools, like they, they procure and they generate great talent. And... I mean, when you do something, you start with the end in mind. So these people are thinking like, yes, I'm going to get this this Oscar. Or I'm going to get this Tony. It's it's placed on that pedestal for you already educationally as like this ultimate okay. achievement. But is that wrong? I mean, I'm not even going to say that it's wrong. 
I'm just gonna say that it's it's disingenuous because at the end of the day, like that shit ain't for everybody. It's not giving out on merit alone. Because if it was, Leo DiCaprio would have what? If it was, Denzel would have what? If it was, like Robert De Niro would have more. Like it were, I mean, Robert De Niro would have more. Denzel would have more. It's not about that. It's it's based on a whole lot of political and all these awards and social, all the awards, and, even the black awards. Yeah, awards. exactly. So this is what I'm saying. Like, if those are the people that you want acknowledgement from, then there's a certain way that you got to go about getting acknowledgement from them. It dehumanizes you, but from, whatever. It comes you from do what you want. Your your fans, right? Your community, but people want them people statues. Who love you? I mean, yo, people want them statues. The day, they just want them statues. They want I need the statue to to validate me, right? But at the end of the day, you're already validated. But but you can't. Like I so said, if you've been trained, you, if you've been trained, if you've been groomed, if you've been in this business, I mean, yeah, like, and, that's and you the told, ultimate goal. Because right. guess what? To say welcoming, let me Grammy keep it real. Nominated, let me keep it real. Da, 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 let me keep it Oscar real. winning. That, let me keep that, it real. Let me keep money. it real. Let that's me keep it real. You know, it's all about numbers out here. Like, if I was to, and, and not even if, like the way I want to go, kind of in the trajectory with this journalism thing. Like, if I were to be given a Pulitzer, if I if I were to earn a Pulitzer, you know, that would thing. be the it's biggest the deal. Thing. Right, because I've been, all my life, I've been trained and conditioned to believe that that is the highest honor that a that journalist or, exactly. restore, or or reporter can, can achieve. Yep. Now, guess what? That may or may not be true on paper, but in my heart and, like, as I live and as I grow... I know that, like, maybe the highest honor I was ever bestowed was just by somebody who walked up to me on the street and was like, yo, my dude, Love I be me. listening to your shit. All like, day long. That was the biggest thing that ever but happened to me. you still want that. You still want that, that statue. validation. Exactly. So, I think that where, where we differ, for real, is that I, I'm ready to say fuck that statue. You still, like, nah, you I niggas like- need to give me that statue. Like no, I don't you don't think need they to give it to me per se. No, I'm talking but about. You still need to acknowledge the people that I'm talking about. Like you need to give off. us. Yeah, you need to yeah, give us still, that statue. It's, it's been, no, they don't. They know they I don't. Mean, they don't. And it, they know they, they don't. don't. But at the same time, you know, if it's if it's all about you know, no racism, no sexism, no this, no that, you have to action speaks louder than words. You have to demonstrate that shit. You yeah. can't just constantly say da 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 da. You have to demonstrate it. You have to sure. let these actors and actresses know, and musicians, whomever it is, that yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. at the end of the day, because that's what you signed up for. If that's yeah. not, you signed up for you, Hollywood. You're right. You're right. If you you signed up for Hollywood, right. you you know what comes with Hollywood. But so, see, you know, here's the thing about Hollywood, and when people say that you signed up for this, is what you signed up for? Is it, it is it's, though, dog. You but, can't, but, you can't but say here, nothing different. But it's very no, nah, it's very informal. How? It's not like it's not like signing a car loan. It's not. It's, it's like you put it's like if you sign a car loan, like you that? know that if you're late, you're gonna incur this amount of interest, and then if you are da 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 da, you're gonna you know there are a very specific set of consequences and circumstances. It's when you sign up for this Hollywood shit, 
there's uh, a very broad set of circumstances okay. and consequences that you're going to deal with. Multiple examples. But but so nobody okay. but nobody can describe exactly what yours are going to be exactly. because they're all they're all everybody. different. They're all but case you, specific. But you also know that it's very cutthroat, and you have to be very aware. But I feel like as as actors and actresses who happen to be African American, like. Yes, I understand. We've had some great movies. Yes, I understand. And I understand that we want that statue and this, that, and the third. But I think that we all are aware that the system, being Hollywood in this particular instance, has some inherent flaws since the day one. I mean, since the beginning. Since, I agree. Since makeup. I agree. Since makeup, my dude. Right, right. The country does. So, like, why are we still? Why are we still demanding for perfection from flawed institutionals? From pardon me, from flawed institutions. It's psychological um, entrapment. Is that demanding perfection? (laughs) Demanding perfection from flawed institutions is asinine. And that's what. I'm about this it's psychological. Um, it's 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 stupid. It's just dumb. <laughs> it's just dumb. It's just dumb, Dre. I can't even have. So, I don't even have an explanation. Though. There you go. So that's all I'm saying. Like, I mean, Jada. See, Jada is. I feel like Jada's wrong. Right. I feel like she's wrong because she's in a position. She ain't, you know, she ain't Rosa Parks and nobody. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, like she, she not about to get locked She ain't got nothing to act again, she, though. She, so she don't have to. She don't got She's good. She's icy. So at the same time, I mean, I understand her being able to take a stance. But like I said, the problem, I mean, the solution rests within the complaint. Because... She can go out and say, you know what? Instead of Oscars, we just go and have the Smith, the Will and Jadas, alright? And everybody come through and get your Will and Jada. I'm not even, you know, you can make Will up. Will and Jada's for everybody. You know, you gotta go. What was the uh, name of the um, law firm or Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, shit, I don't know. It was great. But anyway, the, the you gotta go ahead and attach some prestige to this shit. You gotta make it look like it's something. You gonna just drop the lighter twice, Dre? Okay. <laughs> you gotta you gotta make this thing look like it's something. And like, really, let's do something for ourselves. Like, it's cool. Like, we're we're an informal people anyway. As much shit as we talk about the BT Awards, we love the BT Awards. Love the BT. As much shit as we talk about the BT Hip Hop Awards, we love the BT Hip Hop Awards. What? Cause ain't nobody else gonna do that. Who else is gonna put these people in a room together? Who's gonna do that? Except for us. So like let's stop <laughs> acting stupid. Like stop let's stop acting like we expected them to put us all in a room so we can big up ourselves. That's not historically accurate, people. That's not how, that's not how it works out here in these states. So let's 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 be a little bit more aware of what we doing, y'all, man. For real. Like and I mean, hey yo, I think that was like the main headline that like kinda like we wanted to touch on just because it was gonna bring up a lot of like what's our deep seated like thought process, mm-hmm. like what Black Broadway is really about. It's not just for Black people. Like it's for people who are not trying to be defined 
Because that like, was a question that we had. Uh, yeah, we had, yo, man, what, hey, listen, for real, man, one of my co-workers, one of my friends, yo, shout out to Betty, yo. Hey. hey. What up, though? So she's like, um, man, oh, I got a funny-ass story about Betty, too, later, <laughs> yo. This is hilarious. Yo, crazy. So anyway, um, she was like, yo, it's like, your name is like Black Broadway. It's like, are you, um, are, is it like only for black people? She's white, by the way. So she, I was like, <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Like, it's like, it's like rap only, only for, for black, black people. people. Like, is, do we make R&B? Did Michael Jackson make Thriller only for black people? No. It's for everybody, yo. Everybody. Everybody. And like we said, like, we just try to shift the paradigm for people not to think so much about, like, black and white or, like, you know, whatever cultural distinctions we, we may have. Like, there's a, stu- uh, uh, a concept I've been studying and I'm going to close the show out on this. A thousand true fans, all right? There's certain things in the world, right? There's, like... There's like products and services that like have millions of fans. They're hits. They're smash hits all over the world, right? They're great successes. Their their companies and their owners and whatever are great successes. There's lots more companies that exist on the long tail of that arch, which are like small successes, modest successes, mm-hmm. because they're in a crowded marketplace and the big successes take up so much of the market share that the long tail, the modest successes, they just can't break into that ceiling. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Without becoming a part of the larger, the yeah, the larger market. Now, there's actually this is a curve, so there is actually a sweet spot in that curve, and that's where all entrepreneurs and all independent content creators, anybody like us. Or that's feeling like us, that doing, that's doing what we're doing, is trying to hit. And it's literally a thousand true fans. A thousand true fans. Let's define a true fan. Hmm. A true fan is a person that's dedicated to what, we're, what you're doing. And I say we're because I'm talking about us. Yeah. But I'm just going to give it to you in the broader sense. That's dedicated to what you're doing because I want everybody to get their thousand true fans. There's yeah. billions of people in the world. You can find your thousand true, true You can find your thousand true fans. We on the quest. We're going to let y'all know how it's going yeah. every step of the way. <laughs> For real. So, every week. So the point is a thousand true fans. A, a true fan Someone who will literally buy what all the things that you're advertising, the things that you're into, someone who shares your interests that deeply that it's like, you don't, it's not like you have to sell them anything. You suggest something and it's because we identify with the same lifestyle. We, you know, we A alike, B alike, C alike. So it's like, all right, cool. Like, of course, I was going by that anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, we support each other economically. A a true fan is a person who will travel out of your distance to see you. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, it doesn't matter. Like, they'll travel up to, there's a formula, but I think it's like up to like 200 miles or something like that. It's like, they'll come to I'm see you. To as do, a fan. As a fan. Listen, I'm a Cuddy fan. Like, I'm dog, a I have, I've been on a mission to see a Cuddy show. <laughs> like a mission. I was like, yo, this is dope, man. I'm, I'm out here, man, going to see the Cuddy shows. This is a whole experience. Yeah. And like, 
everybody who's doing something creative or creating some content, you want people who will do that. There's things that I will still, I'm still dying to go out of my way to see, to go to as a fan. You know what I'm saying? Another element of like those thousand true fans is, listen, a thousand true fans. Let's say that you got a thousand true fans. I don't want to mess up the math here, but I believe it was, say you get $100 a month from your thousand true fans. At the end of the year, that is a hundred thousand dollars. That's enough to sustain yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's not even right. like it's like a hundred dollars a month from that entire collective. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's I mean, crazy it's yeah. because like people are out here living their dreams. The, the thousand true fans concept is based on niche marketing. It's like Yo, we got to find our niche. We got to find who's in our lane. And like everybody out there got a specific lane and a specific niche and something that they're into that they can market and they they can push the people. And we're just kind of like trying to be examples. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is like um, an experiment. You know what I'm saying? Like an in-process Look at like a company growing, you know what I'm saying? Like, expanding. We're, we're expanding, you know what I'm saying? Like, I said, I don't want to talk too much about it, but yo, blackbroadway.com again, it's about to be that deal, man. Y'all need to sign up, go to the blackbroadway.com as it exists right now, sign that email list. Get on get, that list. You need to ASAP. get aware, yo, you know what I'm saying? This thing is going up because, like, I mean, we've just kind of started to like fill ourselves now, fill that niche. Feel that flow, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we not worried about like the people that don't like us. We worried about the people that do like us. That's it, that's it. We not worried about nobody that don't fuck with us. If you don't like this shit, don't you listen. Don't listen. <laughs> For real, don't fuck up our, our statistics. <laughs> like, we don't need it. Like, we need people who rock with this and people who go. Kick back to us like what they want to hear, what they want to talk about, what they want to do. Like you don't have to just be in the D.C. area, although we love the local support. You could be anywhere because we gonna be on the road. Like I keep on seeing that the Netherlands is clocking in heavy, and I've been watching like mad episodes of like Bourdain and Bizarre Foods and all of this in Amsterdam. Uh, it's just like Amsterdam is calling my name right now, you know. What uh, saying? And the passport is just sitting there on just. You might need to get into Amsterdam, yeah. hop on a bike, ride across a bridge, smoke a spliff, oh. and get it yapping. You know what I'm saying? Black Broadway style because, no, you know, Netherlands is where it's at, man. And thank all of y'all for listening. Listen, thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of Black Broadway, man. We just going to close this thing on. That was Drake Drake, man. Thank you so much for rocking with me, oh, bro. Me, we going to keep this thing going. Yeah, I don't know what we going to do next week. I think, you know, like I said, as soon as I press stop on the recording for this you week, for I'm thinking about next week. Like, literally, the second I press stop, I'm drawing up ideas for the next one. You hear the paper ruffling up. It's crazy. Like, that's all we want to do, though, is keep this thing going, man. Black Broadway Podcast, U Street Fresh, Dre Black, Episode Fitted, Yow, Headlines, <laughs> we gonna have it.